Welcome back. How are you doing? Good. Thank you very much. It's good to be back. It's good to have you back. (laughs) 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 What's been happening? It's Sunday afternoon, 30th of September. It's finally feeling like it's almost summer again. Starting to summer's starting to come around again. How's everyone going? Long weekend. Yes, it is a long weekend, isn't it? What is this? Is this the King's Beautiful birthday? Beautiful weather. The King's birthday weekend? What? Something like that. What is this weekend? No, it's, it's Labor Day. We're, we're celebrating the labor struggles. Ah. Oh, how are we celebrating? Eight hour work days. By not going to work on Monday. Good point. But going to work on Tuesday. Um, so it's grand final weekend, isn't it? For what? Um, apparently AFL and NRL and you know what's great I don't think what's anyone in this podcast right now the three of us can name all four of the teams I don't I can't name either of the NRL grand final teams and I can probably name one yeah just one of the AFL teams because I saw an Instagram post about it earlier I think we have uh, we have a few listeners in Melbourne so you, you may be upsetting a few people Chris I don't, why would it upset them that I don't know anything about football? Why would it upset them? Why, why none of us know anything about football? What a terrible game that is. Who, it is so boring. Who won? Um, I know that West Ham beat Manchester United last night. 3-1. Was that the score? Oh, you want to talk about the EPL? Yeah, I actually, um, because it's a long weekend, I sat down and watched the whole game. all the 30-minute uh, the um, uh, match highlights on Optus Spot. So, yeah, they played horribly, and it's good to watch. I love watching Manchester United drop points. That's it. It's fantastic. It's interesting you say that. I've actually because you've been you subscribed to pay for that now this mm-hmm. season, haven't you? And that yep. I've just started listening to, and this just comes back around the new uh, detective thriller that's just come out on the Cormoran Strike series called Lethal White. I think it's called by Robert Galbraith, who is actually J.K. Rowling but it's an adult series of books. And so she goes under a pseudonym and the detective in it, he lives in a small flat, doesn't have many niceties, but one of the few luxuries he um, affords himself is subscribing to sky. So he can watch the EPA get like all the football games. And I thought of you immediately. (laughs) It's like, Oh, that's like Joe. One of the few things he, he puts aside for himself. Aside other things. Oh, I'm so glad I hooked it back on. It's like me. It's, it's a ritual like Monday nights, my dad and I. Yeah. We sit down and watch the uh, watch the football. It's great, but yeah, um, yeah, I watched all the games overnight. My team is on a seven game winning streak in all competitions, so they're sitting fifth right now. Yep, it's fantastic. You coach, they're on the up and up, and uh, yeah. For the listeners, your United. team is horrible. Arsenal. Arsenal, and their best player is 
Their best player the best right two now. Players. Ooh. Who their stars are? Just drop their stars' names. It doesn't need to be. So, yeah, I, I won't go into best players, but the, the stars are um, Mesut Ozil, yeah. the German international or former German international, who decided to quit for uh, other reasons. Did he quit uh, the German national team because his eyes were too big for his face? Something like that. Yeah, okay, go on. It was related to yeah. to his eyes and the fact that his eyes are big because he's of Turkish heritage. One more big header anyway. and his eyes were going to fall out of his skull. Yeah, go on. Alexander Lacazette, um, Obama Yang, probably the three top players right now. Aaron Ramsey. What is Obama Yang's first name? Pierre. And how do they scream his name when he scores a goal? Pierre. <laughs> Pierre, oui, oui, allez. Uh, Alf, do you follow the good old soccer, football, kickball, Euro football? I do not. I do not. Did you ever? Uh, not probably as religiously as Joe or you for that matter. <laughs> if it's not as much as me, then you don't even know what a soccer ball looks like. <laughs> well, well. I don't, I don't keep up with the scores either. So. No, I just I saw it last night yeah. and I was in a bit of a head, weird headspace and so I watched it. I had it on in the background for the first half and watched most of the second half. I found myself drawn more and more. After playing for about nine years when I was a youth, I... Sh- Sorry, what game were you watching? Manchester United versus West Ham on SBS. What, what are you watching? Live. Oh, really? Oh, they, yeah, that's right. Because SBS are able to show at least one game, I think it is. Yeah, that was on live. Yeah. So I was watching that live. Yeah, so the cool thing about West Ham is that they've had a, a shocking start to the season, but they've got a new coach mm. as well. And the coach is Chilean, Manuel Pellegrini. Mm. So uh, West Ham is a team that I'm following because Pellegrini has had success pretty much everywhere he's gone. I mean, the last time he was in England, which was only going back about th- three or four four seasons perhaps, yeah. he, was the, he was coaching Man City mm. and they won. He won the Premier League with them. Um, and then he went to China. I think they... They might have sacked him from Man City. Yeah, they did. I remember that. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> awesome. No, I'm anyway. serious. I actually do think I remembered it. Then I realized how ridiculous that sounds because that's the only thing I remember because I followed the Premier League. That was when I first... Not the Premier League. Didn't they... They didn't get far enough in the Champions League that year. Yeah, yeah, that was that, that would have definitely had some weighing into the decision yeah. to sack him because it's it's a club that is owned by you know some billionaire. Um, where are they? I think they're Qataris. Um, Qatari um, seventy eight hundred. Th- they expect Champions League. They do. That's the thing because I remember Bayern. Did Bayern knock them out or someone knocked them out? Because Bayern came second that year, and that was the year that I started yeah. watching it again. I hadn't watched soccer in years. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I can't remember. I think I started watching um, Champions League just before the last World Cup because I watched the Champions League and then I watched the Netherlands almost win and come third. Did they come third at the previous World Cup? Not this one, but the previous one. Who? The Netherlands because my favourite player was Iron Robin. You love Robin. I do. I do. Oh. He's a beautiful man. He, he has a beautiful left foot. He's a ridiculous player. He's a player of extremes. 
And if he had a full head of hair, he'd be as popular as <laughs> as Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> but because he's or, bald uh, and looks Pogba. 50, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. Anyways, baby driver. So I got around to doing my homework. Oh, you did your you homework? Watched it. I Finally. watched it. Yeah. yeah. I watched it uh, yesterday. Just quickly, Alf, have you seen it? I have seen it. You have it. seen it. For anyone listening, we're going to have a lot of spoilers here about this film. So tune out for the next, I don't know, just skip ahead for a bit till we're not talking about Baby Driver anymore because we're going to ruin it all. Go, Joe. Yeah, so I wasn't expecting anything. I had, didn't bother doing any background research. It's the cast or who directed it or anything like that. Yeah. So um, uh, quite enjoyed probably the first 15 minutes of it when I'm, well, ap- apart from being exciting. Uh, yeah, the cast, fantastic. Mm. So, yeah, just just good action, very stylish, mm. good story. At some parts, completely over the top, which is fun. Yeah. Um, and I mean, driving and crime. Yeah. What well, well, you know, that's perfect formula. <coughs> very much like a comic book version of Driver, the one you had me watch, right? Like a bit mm. of a exaggerated yeah. kiddie version. And the driving was all so well done. And the editing. Did you notice with all the music and the long cuts? Yeah. The long yeah. takes. Oh, crazy effort to do that. I'm going to watch it again. So I won't hang on to watch it. Oh, yeah. So might uh, might watch that maybe even tonight or maybe tomorrow. But yeah. Yeah, top movie. So thanks for that. I enjoyed it. Favorite thing about it? Um... Probably the the driving and the music, mm. like the idea <laughs> behind that, that was pretty cool. Mm. thought that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, he needed the right but yeah, song. yeah, the driving scenes. Yeah. I'm not sure what my favorite thing and about uh, it was, but... Yeah. yeah. Go on. Yeah, no, good, good fun. Um, and I need to give you another homework task as well, a movie to watch. We'll get to that but in a minute. I quite decided. Oh, you got excited. You thought of what I'm going to give you. We'll get to that in a second. No, I haven't yet. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll get to that in a second. I've got a few more questions about Baby Driver. What did you think of the... You know how the music was quite queued up with all the different things happening. Apparently, they had a rig, a truck on set that was editing back every play, every shot as they did it. So the bullets all timed in with the... The gunshots all timed in with the drum beats. Okay. If you watch it again, look for that. The amount of times where the, the gunshots are timed in with the music is it's mm. surreal. You almost don't notice it the first time you're watching it. But I noticed it a few times and I was like, oh my God, are they actually doing that? And I looked up how they did it. And they had a guy there editing it in real time and they would have to check it before they would move on to the next shot. So they'd have the music playing over the loudspeakers while they were shooting, while they were filming all the action scenes have someone quickly edit it together to make sure it worked and then have to re- reshoot it or or c- could move on to the next take. Unbelievable. Jeez. So much work. So ridiculous. Yeah. So quite, quite the technical feat. Yes. Yeah, I've seen quite a few articles about it and the software they used and the rig they had. This mobile editing trolley. You know, one of the things I liked about it was John Hamm because I haven't really seen John Hamm in, I don't think, in anything outside of Mad Men. I don't know if you've watched Mad Men before. So I was, I was a big fan of that. I enjoyed that. Mm. And mostly because of him. He's a great actor. 
So it was good to see him in a in a movie. Yeah, he's kind of a bit of a throwback. Like he's a a good actor who's good looking, and you're like, well, these days we're not used to that with all the Tobey Maguire's and Leonardo DiCaprio toad heads around. You're just like, oh, you can put a good looking good actor in, in a lead role and he can be an American like whenever they put them in they're either Hugh Jackman or Clive Owen or someone like that it's just rare seeing a good looking American lead who can act even though he wasn't playing a lead role in that film Alf what did you think of the film? I loved it man I loved the music mm. the driving as well it was good action Jamie Foxx is hilarious isn't it? yeah yeah, he's crazy yeah it was just it was a good movie yeah and I, I actually watched uh, Drivers all the other day. Yeah, what do you think yeah. of that? Yeah, that was good. I mean, I'd seen it before, but I thought okay. because I, you know, you guys were mentioning it on the podcast, I thought I might as well watch it again. Yeah. Just to uh, to brush up, but they're, they're both great movies. Yeah. yeah. How good are the first ten minutes of Driver? Yeah. yeah. I love that. Awesome. The start of it is so good, and everything about it is just perfect. Like the tension. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the build up. Uh, very, it's very well the paced. music. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I like how the um, the the beat to the opening track is slowly uh, just sort of building up in the background. Like yeah. if you've, if you've heard the original track, you'll you'll know what I mean. But yeah, like they've kind of just had it sitting there and just mm. gradually building up and then cutting it in. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it's good. It's great. Two great films, definitely. And very much in the same kind of world. Different different movies, but they've got a similar... They feel connected in a way to me. They're kind of like tributes to driving movies that already exist, but in a way they both surpass the past driving films. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's like when South Park sometimes do a tribute to old comedy things and they make something far better than the thing that they remembered because they've remembered it for 20 or 30 years and then gone and surpassed it. Yeah, which I guess is the point of it all, isn't it? You got to keep on making stuff and getting inspired and making better stuff. We're reaching a period now with media where it's been around for a certain amount of time. We don't really know what's coming next. Well, everything is streaming content. Everything's going. Yeah. Onto that. Jesus, so many services now as well. Yeah. 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 What are you guys signed up for? Amazon. I've got Stan and Netflix. Yeah. I've got Netflix, Stan. I've got Netflix, no Stan, but I just signed up for the 30-day trial of Amazon Prime because I wanted to watch a couple of things. Yeah, that's the other one I have, Amazon Prime as well. I was a little bit in... Amazon's doing oh, a lot of stand-up comedy. Yeah, everywhere is. They're realizing that people love watching it and it's basically free to make. Someone else writes it, produces it, acts in it, and all they have to do is point a camera at them and it's it. that's all it is. Yeah. Compare that to a TV show where you have like 300 staff, writing, writing rooms, directors, producers, all these things happening. The overheads on stand-up are obscenely low. It's, and people love it because you can't fake it. It's like a one-take. It's like a one-hour one-take. <laughs> Even though they I've been hanging out for the Joe Rogan one. He's new on, but it hasn't been released on Netflix yet. I think it comes out in like four days. Is that right? The 4th of October? Oh, really? Something like that. Either that or the 4th of November. It comes out pretty soon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I like his stuff. Yeah. A lot of people don't like his comedy. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. 
The Chappelle ones are awesome. I've only watched one of them. The, oh it, man, it, go watch the other two. It's funny, I signed up for the Amazon one because I wanted to see. I thought they had the the TV series of the book that I just said that I was listening to, the Strike one, Strike Detective series. And they didn't end up having it. But one thing they did have, which kind of annoyed me a little bit, was Moon, The my homework for this week. Mm-hmm. I had gone along earlier in the day to JB Hi-Fi and got there about 10 minutes before they closed and bought myself a Blu-ray copy of it. It was $10. You've already seen that movie, haven't you? No. The the point of me doing the homework was that I saw it last night for the first time. Yeah. Oh. Remember we talked about... Have, seriously, my memory... Yeah. Listen to the podcast. My memory is terrible. <laughs> my, the homework so is bad. only it's ever movies worse. we haven't seen. We can't... Yeah. It's got to be new movies. So I saw that. I went and bought no, a copy. I can't remember anything from like today. Yeah. Anything before today, going back like maybe about another three months. It's just a complete blank. There's bits and pieces here That's and there. <laughs> yeah, it's called aging. I think you should start... It's fantastic. Start writing a diary. Just a quick five minutes before you go to bed. Just jot down all the things that happened during your day and it might help um, categorize it. I could do that, but I don't want to. <laughs> You're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to be um, 150 years old. Look back and go, what I'm, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm like, I'm not going to journal today. <laughs> um, not my thing. So I saw a moon. Did you want to add anything else about Baby Driver? We should do a rating. I think for all the all the movies that we review, we should do a rating. I agree 100%. Not that we really reviewed it. It was more... Or what my take on it was in terms of my enjoyment. Enjoyment factor, 9 out of 10. I was going to say, giving it a it was a, fun movie. a review that is, do you recommend other people watch it or don't watch it? Well, for the, the people that know me and they know the things that I enjoy, I really enjoyed it. Okay. So, look at it from that point of view. What I'd like to do for the podcast is our homework recommendations that we give each other give us points. So if I recommend a film to you that you don't like, I lose a point. You should recommend Alien 4. And if I recommend I a film... That. You have to have not seen it, Joe. If I recommend a film that I think you're going to like... Seen it, Chris. Like the rule is that I'm only allowed to recommend films that you I think you're going to like and then you go away and watch them. If you like them, I get a point. And if you don't like them, I lose a point. Yeah. Let's do it. So far, I've um, watched three films and you've got... No, I've watched... I, prior to last night, I had watched two films, Drive and Once Upon a Time in the West, and I liked both of them. So you've already got two points. Are you going to journal these points? Yes. Uh, I think you do, should do, add do, them to your journal. you start on zero? Because I'll forget. Then... You start on zero. Okay. So Joe's got two points. I've got now got one point, but you've only watched one of my movies. So the next one you've got to watch is The Handmaiden. Shout out to Paul Hawkins for watching The Handmaiden. Did he like it? Uh, I haven't heard his review yet, but he said that he was watching it because he heard about us talking it on the podcast and it's on Netflix. Mr. Hawking, we need your input here. Put it up on the Facebook page. Yeah. If you finish watching it, what do you think of it? Would you recommend people to watch it? And how many points have I now got? People can now play that. Listeners can play at home and see how many points they get <laughs> based on these recommendations. So, so you would recommend. So I, I get a point for Baby Driver. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. So I'm one for one. You're two for two. I watched Moon last night. Alf, have you seen Moon? I have seen Moon. It's been a while though. But we're not worried about spoiling it for you. No, no, no. It's fine. Okay. Definitely. It's a good movie. I liked it. Just quickly, do you have anything else to add about Baby Driver? No. No. I thought it was good. Um, I would give it, say, four and a half beast monkeys out of five. (laughs) Four and a half tails. Yep. <laughs> nice. Um, so, what do you think about Moon? So, Moon. <sighs> I really like sci-fi films. Just spoiler alert to anyone listening as well who hasn't seen Moon, who doesn't want to hear anything about it. And I have to admit, it was a nice little twist that he was a clone. I'm a little bit annoyed and this isn't a comment on the film but I find myself getting a little bit annoyed when science fiction films have this melancholy classical music playing over boring things happening but they're beautiful and it's sci-fi so they can get away with it. I feel like it could have gone in for about half an hour. It went for like two over two hours and I was watching it going I don't know if I just don't like the main actor There were some really cool parts about it. It was interesting that Kevin Spacey played the robot because he was also in your film and he's also um, a sex offender. And he, I don't know, I just, I found myself, I'm kind of, there's so many science fiction, it's not the fault of this movie. They're all like this, from Gravity to Europa Report. Just blame it on Kevin Spacey. It's Kevin Spacey's fault. If he wasn't a sex offender, this wouldn't be a problem. By the way, was anyone in this podcast surprised when they heard that there was something sus about Kevin Spacey? I I'm surprised when I, I'm surprised if there there are any Hollywood actors that aren't sex offenders. Yes, I think they're all sex offenders. Yes, you can't work in that industry and not be a sex offender. I assume that all producers are horrible deviants, like the people who don't make it in Hollywood are the people who. Don't offend. Uh, don't offend. <laughs> <laughs> Other people sexually. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Damn. I guess like, and I guess it was maybe the, the, pro- the only problem I had with Ex Machina, which I do like a lot. And I think the difference is that I don't, I don't really like Sam Rockwell. I don't think he's a bad actor, but I just didn't want to watch him run around showing off for two and a half hours or however long it went for. I really like Domhnall Gleeson and Donald Gleeson, is it? And, um the patron saint of the podcast what's his name joe oscar isaac oscar isaac thank you how did i forget his name i mean this is the podcast by and about oscar isaac even though he has no idea it exists i just i just you should have journaled it <laughs> i live journaled it in the past about the future i don't know i'm sick i'm kind of sick of these disparate science fiction films where it's just doomed to really bad things happening and they're sad and you can never escape something bad's going to happen and you just know that about 20 minutes in and you're like oh you got to sit through another hour and a half of no possible positive outcome and i guess in the end i i did like the movie but that's just my little comment of hey let's stop making depressing sci-fi films with only one or two actors in them because there's enough of those now Unless you've got a really good story idea, that'll do, pig. That'll but do. There's not that many of them. Oh, I tell you what, 
I feel like if there's a billion of them. Like what? Ex Machina, Moon. Arrival. Ar- Arrival, Gravity, Europa Report. There's a lot more. Just about every single sci-fi movie that's been released for the last eight years. I, I mean, if you put it down to it, Alien Star was Wars. one of the first that were like that, that were done well in a timeless way, where the majority of the film is just Sigourney Weaver running around alone on a spaceship with bad shit about to happen. You know? There's a space slasher movie that came out that had, um, what's his name? Gill and Jewel in it. What's the name of that one? Oh, Jack and Jill and Hall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. I haven't seen it yet. The trailer looked so cliched. Oh my God. And I know the audience can't see the camera right now, but he did this thing where like towards the end of the trailer, they showed him going crazy and this is his version of crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, Jack, Jack and Gyllenhaal, you, you're a terrible actor. doesn't matter how many times people tell me he can act. I just can't stand his acting. From Donnie Darko onwards, I find him like watching a little kid showing off in high school. Yeah, what was the name of that film? I'm going to look it up. Was Ryan Reynolds in it? Possibly, possibly. Jack and Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I need to watch that movie. Jacqueline. Uh, I'm pretty sure the, the ratings on Rotten Tomato for that weren't, weren't that bad. Yeah, but... Normally, for me, that, that that's a pretty good indicator. You know how Rotten Tomatoes works, though, right? If you get 100% of 5.1 out of 10, you get 100%. And if you get 100% of 4.9 out of 10, you get 0%. It's not about the hmm. overall average. It's about the the percentage of ones that are over 50%. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a bit weird. You can get, you can have a movie that gets 90% and it's got all 90s and a few 10s and you can get a film that gets 100% and it's got all 51%. If you get 5 out of 10, you get a pot, you get a tick. Do you know what I mean? Statistically, no, really. you couldn't run stats like that for any other industry in the world and expect people to look at you without saying this is just ridiculous statistics. But Are you kidding? Have you looked at the unemployment statistics and how they work that out in like every uh, 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 Western uh, uh, government. Okay, so the Jack and Gyllenhaal film was called Life. It's the equivalent of Rotten Tomatoes. It was called Life and that's the image I was talking about. Can you see him? Oh, this is me being crazy. My eyes are poking out. Ridiculous. Who was in it? (laughs) Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds... You're such a hater, Chris. Oh, I'm such a lover. I love so many things that I have to talk about things when they're no good as well. Um, Rebecca Ferguson was in it, who I have no idea where she came from. I just feel like she must have the richest family on the planet. She's suddenly the lead in The Greatest Showman, Mission Impossible Fallout, The Snowman, Astronaut Diaries, Life, like the girl on the train. She's just in everything and you can't get rid of her and she's got no personality do you know what i mean those those actresses that just appear out of nowhere and suddenly they're in 10 films and they've never had a hit so does that mean you didn't like the movie i told you i do like the movie but i'm getting a little tired of depressing sci-fi films it, all right it's not so the fault i've of got the, another movie for you you get a point no no it's not a bad film for me i just want some positive science fiction <laughs> that's my comment that was my observation. No, this was not a science fiction. It was a well-shot film. It was a well-written film. It was a well-acted film. You get a point. You're not losing a point for it. Like if I made you lose a point 
for me being sick of the industry producing depressing sci-fi films. I just want some fun sci-fi films. I want some sci-fi films that aren't depressing. Thoughts? Infinity War, not really sci-fi. There's elements of sci-fi in it. That's a fun movie if you like hero movies. Mm. And I love, um, I love that the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy characters are in that. I love Rocket because mm. he reminds me of Max, my dog. Yeah, it's pretty cute. So, um, I'd say Guardians so, of the Galaxy is a positive sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is a sci-fi. Like Paul with Simon Pegg was a positive sci-fi? I don't think I've seen all of Paul. Or have I? No, I haven't watched it. Paul the alien. alien Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I could see that. Like it's a comedy. It's a comedy sci-fi. It doesn't have to be comedy, but it was just like, oh, it's not one person trapped in a room for two hours. Have you watched Solo? Yes. Was it good? I haven't seen it either. It is... This is my opinion. Out of all the new Star Wars films that have come out, including the three prequels and the all the new ones, <laughs> it is by far the best out of all of them and it's almost unwatchable. You know, one of the things that we haven't spoken about on this podcast is your cinema experience with the first of the Star Wars remake films. The Phantom Menace. Yep. Yes. Would you like to tell Alf about Alf? Were you there? <laughs> I'm sure I've heard it before. Actually, I think Altru was there. I know Brian Strangman but was there. Yeah, Strangman was there. He was definitely there. He hated the fact that you were there. Good. Good. Good on him for that. You almost caused the riot. I think you're <laughs> slightly exaggerating it with time, but I'm happy for that to be the case. Seriously, I thought we were going to get lynched. So this, like, everyone's like silent you know getting into the movie and then all you hear there's like obviously the sound the movie the movie sound coming out of the the, the cinema speakers and then the only other sound was chris going oh my god this is terrible this is awful i don't know if i spoke as much why are they doing that what was actually the happening? worst movie Alf, what was actually happening is me going oh oh it was like someone was fisting me was like, but i wasn't allowed to make any noise <laughs> He's like, oh, George, I hate you. I didn't, I didn't I say a lot movie. of stuff because I didn't realize I was doing it. These were all... I would like to... I mean, in a way, I'm proud that I didn't have any delayed reaction where I pretended it was good for a while. I gave... I have the same feeling about that film now as I had. I'm, pr- I'm probably more forgiving of it now than I was then. And I hate it now. Every time anything happened in that movie, I was disappointed and hurt. From the little kid flying a spaceship accidentally... To the racist Jamaican Roger Rabbit. To the tax law being the plot of the film. To bacteria causing the force. To um, Darth Vader not actually being friends with Obi-Wan Kenobi like he said he was in the first film. From... Just everything. That's because he lied in the first film. From Natalie... He's a liar. Yeah, he just lied. All the things that don't make sense are just because they were lying in the original films all the time. All the inconsistencies were because of lies. And then Natalie Portman going, Chancellor, over and over again in a, in a half-British accent. There was no good things about that film. 
It was fan service for people who weren't fans of the film. Makes me sick. And you made that quite evident. I didn't realise Throughout the, time, the course though. of that film in the cinema. Yeah. It deserved it. Yeah, I was... Yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it out of that alive. <laughs> Everyone kept turning around. <laughs> and they were like looking at me and I'm like, it's, it's not me. <laughs> it should have been you. It should have been all of us. <laughs> we shouldn't have made it out of that film alive. <laughs> you know, my dad was there. He was sitting next to me. He hated it too. Good. But, but he knew better than to express that out loud. He went on a rant after the film. <laughs> He's probably more <laughs> used to um, the West disappointing him. I was still young and expecting more. Yeah, I think his take on it was that it was just uh, American propaganda. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Pretty much, yeah. Alf, your thoughts on The Phantom Menace? Not many, actually. I don't think about it that much anymore. <laughs> it's like a victim of abuse. I try not to. <laughs> I'm suppressed. Yeah, it was just very, very childish. I didn't, it didn't, it didn't have the, the you know, the same old feel of the, the original trilogy. No. They didn't, it's like they didn't try to, you know, to capture that again. Yeah. Or they weren't capable. So, yeah. 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 I think they just got a whole bunch of people, set them in a room, accountants, and just worked out, okay, what's going to make money? Yeah, it's going to guarantee a return here. <clears throat> I think any bunch of executives, anything would have though, right? Anything that was only a PG rating was going to sell out for six months, regardless. Yeah. 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 God, look at we've just yeah, brought the fucking whole room down with that. Joe, what's your recommendation? What's my homework? Film homework for next week. So can you quickly do a? You might have seen this movie actually. It was it was Philip Seymour uh, Hoffman's last film. Philip before he. What, what's his name? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Seymour Hoffman. Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. What's his name again? <laughs> <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. Isn't that his Hoffman. name? Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Hoffman. Oh, Philip. Not Hoffman. Seymour Hoffman. What are you saying? Seymour. Hoffman. Philip Hoffman Seymour. Seymour. Seaman. <laughs> What's his name? Philip Seaman Hoffman. Yeah, that's the one. From Along yeah, Came so Polly. his last movie. From Along... Oh, what was his last movie? Yeah, okay. You want me to watch that? Yeah, yeah. Has that got Rachel McAdams in it? It does. Cool. She's one of my favorite actresses of all time. You'll like that movie. Yeah, it's where can I find it? It's an indie film too. Um, it's an Indian film. It's a Bollywood <laughs> <laughs> They're like Go on, Joe. <laughs> we we need to we need to um start up a, a Beast Monkey YouTube channel so people can see. Your antics. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We can do that. What's the name of the film, Alf? What is it? Uh I'm Sure, I'm looking at it. I'm looking for it. Something uh, about a man. Oh, a man about to die of a heroin overdose. Is that the name of it? So he died during production of Mocking Jay Part Two. Yeah, that's not the one. 
It was the... That's not the one. So that was his second last film. It was film. the one just before that. Um, just bringing up IMDb. Apparently he choked on... He was drinking about a litre of Hoffmore and he joked, He choked. What did he choke on? A litre of Hoffmore. <laughs> a litre of Hoffmore. Yeah, he was drinking Hoffmore. He used to drink about a litre of Hoffmore every night. Lucky it wasn't something else. Yeah. Actually, well, no, it didn't quite turn out. He used, is it, him, he used to fill up on semen. Hoffmore. Is it <laughs> the master? No. The master? It's not no. the master. It's got is some, it? It's got a man in it. It's got The word man is in the title. Philip no, actually pretty old. Seymour. Sorry, hang on. Are you on IMDb? I am on IMDb. That is the worst website ever. It is the Go worst. Go to Wiki. It's not, it's not even listed properly. A, wa- a most wanted man. That's it. That's Where it. were you looking? Watch that. Listed here. How? What do you mean? 2014. When was the master from? The master was from 2012. The master's 2012. He made yeah. nine films after that. Well, that's what that's what comes up here. You've got the master, Capote, Capote. I'm on Internet Movie Database. Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson's that's, War. It, it's not even it's not even listing oh, the one you. Mentioned. A most wanted man. Directed by Anton yeah, so Corbijn. Hang on, let me let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, it Very stars Daniel Brühl from um, Inglorious Bastards as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who kind of looks like mm-hmm. Bo Nestor? Shout out to Bo Nestor from St Francis and St Johns and Durham Island. Hope you're doing well, Bo. Old school. On my listing, that's the eighth film. Are you looking at in date order or just in... I'm looking at filmography. Filmography in just date as it, order? As, as it came up. That's in order of success, uh, in financial don't, success. Don't use IMDb. It's rubbish. I used IMDb though. It is rubbish. Okay, so that's my film. Don't. A Most Wanted Man yep. starring Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to know what your film now, is? This other movie, this other movie you want me to watch that, you've been, that, I, that I will now watch. The Handmaiden. The Handmaiden. You've got two to watch. I... No, I don't. Just one left. What? No, no. I'm saying What's I have to one? give you, and I have to give you two more now. Just, just let me watch Handmaiden first. You've got to watch two this week. I can do that. It's a long weekend. Yeah, but it's not on Netflix me. anymore. The Handmaiden so is so on Netflix. Less legal. It's not. They took it down. When? Well, I did a search for it yesterday. Look it up on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I've now watched three films that you've given me. The Handmaiden is still on Netflix. It's just there. The Handmaiden. It's just there. Stop lying, Joe. It's 100% there. Is that like a... uh... All right, I'll have another look. I have to give you two movies and you've got to watch The Handmaiden because this will be my... A Most Wanted Man is now my fourth film and you've watched one. So you got to watch The Handmaiden plus two more. I think maybe we, we should make it that for every four movies that I give you, you have to give me one. I think that's if that if, you, if that's going to be the case, I'm going to start giving you six-hour movies. <laughs> <laughs> All the Bollywood uh, films. Yeah, I'm going to give you like a Bollywood trilogy and you're going to have to watch it. It's going to be nine hours. All right. I'll watch The Handmaiden. I'll see if I can watch it tonight. The Handmaiden. And do you know what your next film is? What is? Your next film after that is called Your Name. It's an anime 
it's the most um, it overtook Spirited Away as the most successful Japanese film of all time. It's by Makoto Shinkai, who's my favorite animator. Uh, not these romantic, boring anime movies that you like. Hey, Joe, please. You have a point. You have a chance to give me or take away a point if you don't like the film. This film, I'm not going to say what genre it is because that would be a spoiler. Hey, I watched. You have an opportunity here for me to not take away a point here. Trust me. Hey, what did you think of Baby Driver? We will be deducting points. What did you think of Baby Driver? Yeah, but that's not what did you think? A, a Nazi romantic... Who uh, says this thing. is? You just said it was. When? You, you said anime, anime and Spirited Away in the one sentence. I said it... That's it, a it, romantic anime. I said it overtook Spirited Away. Also, Spirited Away is not a romantic film. It's romantic. Alf, can you back me up here? <laughs> I wouldn't call it romantic. Spirited Away it's is romantic. like a fantasy film. It's like a fantasy action film. It's romantic fantasy action. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Joe, this was about the the budget. It was about how much money they made. <laughs> I'm saying it's it made more money. It's the most successful Japanese film of all time. It's called Your Name. It's on Netflix. Maybe you'll start trusting my recommendations as my points start stacking up like chips. What's the name of it? Your Name. Your Name. Your Name. That's your next film. Your Name. Jose. Okay. Fernandez. No, it's not Jose Fernandez. It's your name. <laughs> I'll, your name. I'll do a search. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Right. It's called Your Name. Don't look up anything about it though because everything that tells you about it is a mad spoiler. So you have to not find out anything about it. Anyway. I haven't seen a good anime since Ninja Scroll. I don't think you've watched a lot of animes, do How many animes have you watched? In the past year. Robotech. I went back and watched that again. So That's no. good. Because I used to watch that when I was a kid. Yeah. Joe, I guarantee you will like this film. You guarantee it. All Guaranteeing right. it. Guaranteeing it. I guarantee you'll like The Handmaiden. And I guarantee you'll like your name. Your name, in the first 10 minutes... It's not the kind of film that it actually is. It kind of lulls you into a false sense. So just trust me and stick with it. And then you'll be like, oh shit. Anyway, it doesn't hold your hand. It's a very complex interwoven story and very well made. And probably, I think, easily the best drawn film in human history. No cartoon has ever come close to looking the way your name looks. Are you exaggerating? No, no contest. Sounds like you're exaggerating. No contest. There's no contest in this. Alf, you you watch it as well. It, you will be shocked. You'll be like, it's, wow, this is... I didn't know you could draw yeah. things like this. It is on my list. Yeah. Actually. Bump it up to the top because it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Actually, the last good anime that I saw was um, on the plane back from Europe. Um, or maybe it was on the trip there. The, uh, oh, the, the, the film about dogs. Oh, the stop motion animation one. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. The Japanese one? Yeah, it's really good. The yeah. Isle of Dogs, yeah. which is such a That's clever it. title for a film. That's it. Isle of Dogs. Good movie. Such a it's kind of sad at times, but it was good. Yeah. It was a romantic um, stop-motion anime film. I haven't seen it yet. It's by Wes Anderson, correct? Have you, yes. have you seen it, Alf? I have not, no. no. You've heard of it, though? I have, yes. Yeah. yeah. I love Wes Anderson films. Um, 
I was thinking about what your fourth film is going to be, Joe, but I'll save that for next week. I'll give you two more next week and then we'll be caught up because you'll be giving me another one next week. Yep. And I'm going to watch A Most Wanted Man probably tomorrow. Tonight or tomorrow. Depends if I have to go to JB Hi-Fi and buy it. By the way, that's what I've been doing. I'm so committed to this podcast that I go... I get out of bed by 2 p.m. yesterday so I can get up and walk the dogs and then get to JB Hi-Fi before 5 p.m. and buy copies of films that aren't available on streaming services, even though it was available on Amazon Prime, which I found out later. That's my commitment to this podcast. Now, how, what, how much was that movie? $10. $10. It's not bad for a Blu-ray. It's not bad. It's the most they should ever cost. Considering that you can mm. watch them on a $10 a month thing, streaming thing, they should be, they're lucky anyone's buying them at all. Uh, do people still sell CDs? Oh, yeah. Music yeah, CDs? Yeah, yeah, How much are they going for these days? They still cost probably as much or more than ever because they know that they've got a niche market of people who really care about sound quality like now. $30. Like 20 or 30 bucks, yeah. It depends oh, on the movie. Like new releases are like 30 bucks. It depends. It depends. Like the new Star Wars film is $45 on Blu-ray still. Yeah. Now, I, I wouldn't watch it if someone paid me $45. Not the solo one, the other one. Which I guess doesn't count as the newest one. Um, Alf, what's a good movie you've seen lately? I can't think of one at the moment. I've watched a ton of different movies. Um, can't think of one. I was actually thinking of going out to the uh, movies tonight and watching Predator. The Predator. The Predator. Yeah, I, heard, I heard that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. It's supposed to be uh, super gory. If I didn't have so much other random shit happening, I probably would have gone and watched that already. Do you want to go watch it tomorrow? I don't have time tomorrow. Well, mm. My weekend's been an absolute nightmare and I've still got a bunch of stuff to do for Floating Moon 2. little ad, everyone who's in Canberra on the 3rd of November, come along to Floating Moon 2. Comedy experience. Goat Lightenment at 9.30pm at Smith's Alternative. It's going to be the funniest thing happening in your entire life. We've got a range of amazing local comedians and me and a few short films. Should be fun. $15 to get in. It's going to go for like 50 hours. Go on. I think that'll be a a better vibe. Than the ANU? Hmm. Yeah. Just because it's more intimate very much more intimate i think the anu would have worked if we'd had 300 people there i think only having 160 i say only 160 is still good but like even if you get half that turnout at smith's it'll be full and i'm sure you'll get more yeah it'll be more than full there'll be people people out on the uh, on the walkway there it can hold 100 which so that's it which hopefully if the weather's good it should be a pretty cool night yeah because there'll be people outside the legal limit's nice. 100 to fit in there so we're going to go for that. We're going to try and s- sell out before. Well, we we can't. Well, it's the it's the maximum limit. We can only sell a hundred tickets. Right. So we can't have more. So what are they just not going to let people? Well, that's it. We're going to be sold out in. if we get a hundred. Right. So unlike last time where we got one hundred and sixty paying customers, we will be turning sixty of those people away. Maybe I can scalp the tickets. <laughs> sell them for sixteen dollars instead of fifteen. <laughs> Yeah What a way to lose money So when's that on? What's the date? Saturday the 3rd of November 
At 9.30pm. 3rd of November, okay. At Smith's Alternative. It's going to be a lot warmer by then. It's going to be nice. It's going to be fun. We're going to find out more about how goats are trying to take over the earth. It's going to be good. And anyone who came to the first floating moon, no one is no one who's who's performing at both is allowed to use the same material twice. So it's going to be all new comedy, nothing you've heard before. It's going to be a great, ridiculous night. And hopefully it's going to be a bit, a bit new. There's going to be some new crazy things going on. That's what I'm hoping for. Which goat? All goats. The not the greatest of all time. I'm talking about actual animal goats. I thought you were talking about Conor McGregor. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about human beings. I'm talking about goats. Talking John about, Jones. I'm talking about goats. GSP, possibly Khabib. How are you feeling about that, Joe? How am I feeling? I can't wait. So next week, my house, Sunday. There will be blood and barbecue. What time should we arrive? <clears throat> um, I think I'll just get everyone in for the main card. So 12 o'clock. Okay. I'm going to get there at 11. All right. That way I might get there by 12. Cool. Yeah, because the main card will start at 12 on the dot. Yeah. So prelims I'll probably just have sitting in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And then we'll record a podcast three people in the one room afterwards actually I'll bring the cool. USB microphone as well and we'll try and get four people on in one room so we could do yeah yep yep because we've got the other microphone so that's three yep four we could do four yeah little shout out to Raf's cousin Danny Flores I was talking to Alf about this earlier he actually his podcast mm. which has two or three people they just run multiple versions of this Rode USB mic into the one computer. And just that, oh, really? It just does it for them. So it's probably not... As, yeah, the Rode stuff's pretty good. Yeah, it's probably not as good a quality of the setup we've got here, but it's still good. It's still good. Danny, did you hear that if you're listening? Yours is not as good a quality as this. This is the most quality podcast ever. We actually got voted by New Arcadia Cosmetics as the most the most quality podcast. 2018 <laughs> hey yeah have you seen that awesome review that we got on uh, iTunes by Bjork 2 <laughs> how does it say what do they say in it it says it's the greatest podcast of all time it's fantastic that's interesting so Bjork 2 if you're listening thank you Um, I'd like to go on record as saying that uh, we're not encouraging anyone listening to this to give us a review or subscribe that rate and review and subscribe I don't care if it helps us I just hate how every other podcast in the world tells people to do that so I'm never going to advise that people who are listening do that people who are listening can do whatever I want people to tell us if they hate us I want to be the most hated podcast I want people to do whatever they want to do I just don't want to tell them I don't want them to hate us I I want them to be indifferent to us Or hate us. Just not rate, review, and subscribe. Hate, 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 hate. <laughs> we should have... Oh, we jumped the gun calling it the Beast Monkey. We should have called it the Hate Cast. Hate Cast. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a new segment called Hate Cast. Alf, what's a segment we've got coming That's... up right now that we forget to do every time? A segment that you forget to do. Keep a film, kill a film. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. You did that once. And what did I have? You said you would. It was, it was Terminator 2 versus Alien 2, wasn't it? And Joe chose Terminator 2. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I've got one. Joe, would you keep The Last of the Mohicans or The Godfather? Godfather. Okay. Hands down. I mean, The Last of the Mohicans is a, is a great movie. So, so Daniel Day-Lewis, you're just killing him. Yeah. Okay. Now, I've got my real question. Terminator 2 or The Godfather? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say Terminator 2. Yep. Agreed. And kill The Godfather. It's more fun. It's a, it's a far superior film. Mm. People come at me. I want people to write. What's our email address? You know what? What? I forgot. <laughs> I need to journal it. Um, <laughs> Beast Monkey. Beast Monkey at uh, gmail.com. Yep. Uh, I'm still giving away a copy of Destiny 2 for uh, <laughs> for you listeners out there. <laughs> Sealed. Have you checked the email address? We might have like 20 emails. Possibly. Ha- Possibly. Have you I checked it? No, I haven't. What is, the, <laughs> what is the email? What is the password to log into it? I'll probably have to reset it. I wrote it. That, see, that I wrote down. Wasn't wasn't Destiny 2 the free game? They're giving it away for PS free. Plus. Yeah, yeah. See, Sony executives were listening to Beast Monkey Everyone's podcast, and then they decided to um, to beat us to it. So they started to uh, yeah, they yeah. announced it, they're giving Competing it away. Competing with Sony now. Mm. Speaking of games, have you been playing anything? I played a little bit of God of War Three Remastered because that was a free game Another for free September. Game PS Plus, yes. good game. All the Great God game. of Wars are awesome. awesome. But the whole series, fantastic. Wh- what I really miss is... Except, sorry, for Ghost of Sparta. The what? That wasn't that great. Ghost really? of Sparta, it was like a... Yeah. Is that, a, which one was that? Two? No, that was like... Two... Or three point... Well, 2.5, I think it was. Right. But it was just a small... Like yeah, a DLC or something yeah, for... Yeah, okay. It wasn't great. Uh, what I really miss is, is a good turn-based game. So, Civ... You know, I love Civ, but the AI is a bit dodgy. It annoys me that when you crank up the difficulty, they just seem to multiply everything that you do. So, let's just say you manage to do really well with collecting resources, the computer cheats, and yep. they'll go out and multiply it by like four or something. It's yeah, bullshit. Right. So, they just break the rules, which is really, really annoying. Just lazy game design. Mm. Um, and UFO... Which is a great game. It's just too buggy. Lots of issues. Yeah. I've been... Uh, what are you playing? Been playing Spider-Man. The latest Spider-Man game. On PlayStation? PlayStation. Cool. It is awesome. Cool. I might have to check that out. If, if you played the, the previous ones, like... Well, you know, Spider-Man 2 was probably the best, the best of them. It's like that, but better. So, like the 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 world that you're, you know, swinging and you know, web slinging in is awesome. Okay. 
So it's so like kind of like um, Infamous, that style of game yeah, design? Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of like Infamous or what's the other one? No, uh, Infamous was awesome. Yeah, no, Infamous was great. Uh, prototype, I think I'm thinking of. Where, you, you know, like super powered and, yep. you know, just going crazy in the city. Um, but yeah, it's great. Like the, the, they've, done, they've done really well and it really takes you back to... Like it, it captures the feel of being a Spider-Man, basically. Okay. Yeah, it's good. It's worth checking out. Yeah, I've heard. What else? I've heard very good things about the new Spider-Man game. Yeah. The, the number one thing Re- I've heard is that even though you've got the ability to tra- teleport and transport to places, you don't do it because you enjoy it so much. That's yeah. Web slinging around around Manhattan's just insane. That's high it's praise. Awesome. Because. So many open world games, they're fun for a bit and then you're like, oh, okay, I'm sick of this. How do I get to the next thing? Yeah. yeah. I had that with uh, with Skyrim. Yeah. Um, and before that with uh, Red Dead Redemption, which is also launching soon. The new one. Not out yet. Are you going to get that? The new one, definitely. Yeah, everyone's going to get that. Yeah. 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 That's a big game. It's most anticipated. I have no money, but I would love to get that if I had money. The podcast might actually be buying me a PlayStation Pro and that so I can so we can all play it together. Is that correct? The <laughs> the, the podcast, thanks to the podcast, uh, you can now uh, get yourself a broken PlayStation 4 that requires a hard drive replacement. How much does a hard so, drive cost? About 50 bucks. That's not true. No, seriously. 50 bucks? From where? Hmm. What's the cheapest possible option that would make that usable? 50 bucks. Yep. Alf, can you concur with this or not? It sounds about right. I'd say 90. Yeah, a 500 gigabyte drive. If I was going to upgrade it, I'd probably upgrade it to like a 2 terabyte. But if I was getting it... And SSD. Just to play Red Dead Redemption. If you're just... Oh, it's worth it. Totally. But what I'm saying is... I wouldn't get a two terabyte though. I'd just get. No, no, no. You want a uh, uh, five hundred or. Although the, I heard the the install size for Red Dead Redemption Two was like a hundred and five gigabytes. That's fine. So that's a, a fifth of this, right? Look, let me yeah. sort that out. But that's it. it's been the biggest one tomorrow, if I remember. Hopefully, because earlier today I was sitting on eBay just updating some stuff and then. I was telling myself there was something that I was supposed to order on eBay. Yeah. It's a hard drive for my PS4 oh. and get that fixed. Um, so I'll sort that out and then, yeah, man, you can get Red Dead. That sounds... Because we need to review it for the for the podcast. We do indeed. It's a must. We're going to do another gaming edition. And Spider-Man too, by the way. Spider-Man? Yeah, definitely. I don't think I've got the time to play more than one one PS4 game this year. I'm dead serious. Like last Rockstar game was Grand Theft Auto Five, and I spent a hundred hours on that, and it took I got a hundred percent completion. You're Red Dead serious. Really? Wow. Even I haven't finished. It was crazy. I had to use the iPad app to find all of the. They give you like clues and tips and stuff if you synced up to the the app at the same time to help you get some of those ridiculous packages. You know, there are a hundred alien packages and things like that. I've got some Nintendo trivia for you. Can I ask a favor before we do that Nintendo trivia? Mm. Can you turn the light on in your room? Because it has gotten so dark, I can't actually see your faces. I'll do it. You got I'll do it. it. Excellent. Okay. 
Alf, have you played Advance Wars? Advance Wars? Yes. I have no idea what that is. Advance Wars was a turn-based Command & Conquer style game on the um, old Nintendo systems that never got released in Australia, but on the Game Boy Advance it got released, and on the Wii U you can get it for $9. Advance Wars 2. Because I heard Joe was saying before I went to the toilet for a second earlier that he wants a turn-based strategy game. And Advance Wars 2 on the Wii U, which you play on the controller, is the best turn-based strategy game I've ever played in my life. I want something on the PC. PC? Hmm. You want turn-based? I do. Like, seriously, if, if you can give me a recommendation, I will download it off Steam tonight and play that. I played Surviving Mars, it's called. Survivor. Surviving Mars. Surviving Mars. Yeah. Is it's, it turn-based? It's basically you're building a base on Mars. Oh, right. It's really good. Yeah, I've heard Give about that. That's just basically colonizing the planet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And there's It's not turn-based, but it does have that You've got economy management yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Just cop- yeah, yeah, my kind of game. Colonies. Yep. Cool. All right. Yeah. I think I shall get that. I've, I've actually tried a, a number of those different ones. There is another one which So before I forget, and Chris you'll be interested in this. Yes, go. The Nintendo trivia. Mm. So apparently, when they released the NES, uh, it might have been the SNES or was it the SNES? No, I'm pretty sure it was a NES. So Nintendo were planning on releasing a a knitting device so that you could um, basically take your favorite images off games and knit yourself a little jumper. Really? Yeah, so all these uh, Yoshi, you know that Yoshi, was it a Mario or a Yoshi game that came out? Yeah, it was Yoshi's Woolly World. Like Woolly, Woolly Graphics, yeah, that's where it came from. That was them going back to that concept, but rather than actually making a device to knit jumpers. That's amazing. That is crazy. It's pretty crazy. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> Yoshi's Woolly World, <laughs> by the way. You plug this printer into your, <laughs> into your NES and print yourself a jumper. They have had the weirdest ideas, I have to say, of anything ever. Like, the things they've decided to do have just... Oh. They're very unique. Alf, can you um, pull up your phone quickly? I've just sent you an image of one of my dogs sleeping behind me. And just you and Joe have a look at that and just tell me what you think of it. Where did you send it through? To your phone number. To my phone number? Yeah. Because you you were talking about James, so um, uh, an old acquaintance of Alf uh, and myself, Chris, James Spano. So I remember James had a little Nintendo Donkey Kong uh, little game console thing. So it was like a a standalone console. I think there was only one game on it. It was Donkey Kong. And do you remember it had like these two little retractable controllers that were wired into the actual consoles? Probably no bigger yeah, than Yeah, and it looked like the Switch. Like an, an iPhone. It was like the Switch. Yeah, basically. It's amazing, it was like right? like the Switch, yeah. yeah. And like that that came out in like the 80s. Yeah. It was just unreal. They never lost that concept, hey? <laughs> and all the stuff that they've always made is like good quality stuff. It was like a well-built device. It wasn't some cheap plastic piece of crap. It mm. was just, it was good. Yeah. Mm awesome stuff a lot of those old things then, are still available they, you can buy them all on eBay now because they still work yeah, they're probably not cheap they're probably not cheap but they still work the is the key items. they haven't fallen yeah. apart these things are 40 years yeah, old I reckon now you'd, you'd struggle to find a working NES I think I think they, they do die The net, some parts of the, the NES die, die but the old Donkey Kong I've got the old fold out Donkey Kong you put a, a watch battery in it and it works right now 
Yeah, those things were more robust than this. They were crazy. I think what happened with the Ness is some of the metal parts corroded over time. Yeah, definitely. I think just oxidation, like in the contacts. You know, remember that cartridge? Yeah, you had to blow on mm. the cartridge. The, the, yeah. <laughs> I used to love... Every kid knew, knew how to do that. I used to love blowing on the cartridge. How funny that they've gone back to cartridges. It is pretty cool. Yeah. Alf, what's your favourite game of all time? I know I've asked you this probably even on the last podcast you were on, but what is it if you could only have one game ever? Favourite favorite game of all time. Damn. While you think, Joe, yours is Half-Life, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Of all time. I'd, pro- I'd probably have to say, yeah, Half-Life. Yeah. The it other... Just great story. Yeah. The, the t- you know, the, the engine itself for its time was amazing. Like so so um, many good experiences came yeah. out of the engine. Yep. Yeah. Good games and everything, yeah. And it was a long game too. Yeah. Like, I, I, I haven't sat down and completed that many games. Like, I've completed a few, but given the number of games that I've actually played versus the number that I've actually sat down and bothered to put time into to complete, there's not that many. Mm. That's one of them. And uh, yeah, bloody hell, it was. But good. I'm, not, I'm not just talking about like Half Life itself. Everything that came Day out of, of defeat, it. Day of Defeat. Counter Strike. Left uh, for Dead. Yep. Um, Team Fortress. Team Fortress. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah lots of good a, stuff. Such a great engine. Hmm. Definitely Half Life. Yeah. Okay, so Half Life. Two votes for Half Life. That's good. I think I'm still going with Banjo Kazooie, the original. I'm surprised you prefer that over Mario oh it's not even Given a your history with Mario what's my history with Mario you played a lot of Mario I have played a lot of Mario but no Mario 3D game has ever been on par with Banjo-Kazooie those Rareware guys when they released GoldenEye and Banjo like Banjo-Kazooie compared to Mario 64 is like comparing um, Wolfenstein with Doom the original Wolfenstein versus the original Doom game. That's the level of gameplay, design, graphics. It's not even comparable. It's like comparing Super Mario World with Donkey Kong Country as far as graphics go. Those Rareware guys were just on another level. You know? I reckon they were on mushrooms. <laughs> I reckon everyone in Nintendo yeah, is on mushrooms. Yeah. How else do they come up with stuff like that? Well, the, the rareware guys though weren't Japanese or working in. They were they were they were British, and they made a bunch of interesting the, games. Those 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 guys are on something. I think those guys. I mean, they went on and made the Time Splitters games. Sure. They made Haze, which was then like an anti-government game. They released on the PlayStation, and everyone gave it two out of ten. It was um. That was not a very good. game. I tell you what, I've played that game from beginning to end, and it is as good a game as Uncharted One. Anyone saying otherwise is just hasn't played it that's my other big statement for the day that's from Terminator 2 and Godfather Hayes is as good as the first Uncharted game <laughs> I dare you to play them now back to back and tell me that one of them is better than the other oh, I played a bit of it I think you lent it to me you've still got it it's still at your I house I not I never, I never brought it home <laughs> I completed it and left it there it's in your pile of PS3 games yeah it is I think yeah it's in the pile of the PS3 games yeah Unless I took it home recently, I don't think I did. No, you wouldn't have. No, I have no memory of taking it home. 
I think I saw it when I was looking for um, Star Fox recently. Did I ever take Star Fox home? I don't think I did. Maybe you did. Like, that's a good looking game. I never had time to play it. That's so the your, problem. So you're rating Banjo Kazooie over Legend of Zelda games? Yes. Yeah. Not even a question. Really? Not even a question. Speaking of which, yeah. have you tried Ukulele? Not yet. I'll probably get it if I get this PlayStation 4. Yeah. I did want to play that's it on the Switch, but... By yeah. the original creators of uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Of Banjo-Kazooie, yeah. Yeah, I've got it. Then I, I got to like... I think there's eight worlds. And I got yeah. to like the fourth world. And then I got stuck. So you've got it? Yeah, I've got it. Oh, yeah, okay. I got stuck right. in this uh, this puzzle, this one section, and I just got frustrated and stopped playing that it. That was before the patch, wasn't it though, Joe? Mm. Yeah, probably. Because they, they hit the deadline, the release deadline, and they said they'd release it, but the patch apparently fixes everything from the camera they released the full orchestra music the controls got a hundred percent tweaked everything all the game reviewers who gave it like six or seven out of ten then gave it eight and nines when they updated it yeah it seemed like it was like a half-assed release especially like the speech between the characters it was like this meet me, well, that, meet me, meet me. it was really that's annoying the, it was, from the original. that's a tribute to the original they've they've yeah. changed that up that was an option to turn that off though as well so in the yeah, in the that patch, was, that was driving me nuts. I got used to it after a while. because yeah. um, the actual game itself was pretty cool. See, I like but, that um, as the throwback. It's like for me, it's like a reference to the original. So I like those voices. Fan service. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So I understand though if you've never heard that before, finding that annoying. Yeah, I find it crazy that that game even came out. They wanted fifty thousand pounds in the Kickstarter, and they got two million. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, it shows how much uh, people loved Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. So tell me, have you met Kieran? You haven't met Kieran. Chris knows Kieran. Yeah. So Kieran was telling me last night. He was telling me about um. Uh, that I think it might be the last Alien game that they made. It was like a a VR version of it. Is it VR? No, I'm getting confused. With Resident Alien Evil. Isolation. Alien Isolation. Yep. So he says that's like a really really good game and you should play it. Yep. So. It's like a horror game or something, a survival game. Yeah, you got to escape. It freaks you out. Have you played it? And I think. Oh. Yeah, I've got it at home. I've, I haven't actually finished it yet, but I'm playing through it. Yeah. Slowly. I heard the beginning was really good, but then it got repetitive. I haven't seen any anything repetitive as yet. Okay. Um, but yeah, something gonna get him. Pretty. Because he recommended it, and it sounded good. And if it's alien, and someone's telling me that something related to alien is good, I must get it. Something gonna getting that. Um, Have you got the audibles, remind- Joe? On Audible, they've got these no. original audio plays that were pro- produced in the last year or two. Wish list. Yeah. Yeah. So last time you told me about those, I did add them oh, to my, yeah, w- we have my spoken wish list. About before. Yeah, I just haven't gotten to those those books yet. Yeah. Um, it just re- remind me of Alien vs Predator on the PC. I don't know if you ever played that. That came around. Came out like two thousand and two ish, two thousand and one, yep. perhaps, maybe even before. Super hard game, um, but you could play as an alien or as a marine or as a predator. Mm-hmm. If you played as a predator, it was you were just god, right? Because all the weapons that you had, um, the different uh, um, uh, camera options, I guess you could see infrared and all that kind of yep. stuff. If you were an alien, it was pretty cool. Um, you started off as a little face hugger thing and then you grew bigger and bigger yeah. by getting kills and it was cool it was kind of a bit disorientating running around like on 
up the side of the walls and up walls and, and stuff yeah, like that. But yeah. they made that game really well. Awesome. Playing as a marine was damn near impossible. Yeah. You just unless you had like the smart cannon, forget it. You had no chance. It was such a hard game. But that was cool. And after that, they never really did any others. And I don't know why, because it was reasonably successful. If I yeah. remember, correctly. it was so successful that big companies took over, made the films. And, and, killed f- it. and killed it. It's like Command and Conquer. Anything that gets too successful gets killed. They're too subversive. Except for unless it's EA Sports. Well, unless yeah, unless they keep making FIFA something. and people keep buying it. Yeah. When they should instead be buying Pro Evolution Soccer. Mind you, they're killing games with uh, microtransactions now. Well, they have been for the last you know, several years. What like Destiny? Yes. God, man, that EA is a Activision money pit. Is it possible yeah, that they screw you over. microtransactions are just in the short term killing games, but in the long term it's just going to bring the cream to the top and make games better overall because people are going to release good ones that are, people are going to go, oh, that's, that is actually better. Do you know what I mean? Wait, wait. So you're saying that you think companies like EA getting more money, so you, like you're paying 80 bucks or 60 bucks on, like, you know, to buy the game. Yeah. And then spending more to be better at the game or, you know, get more DLC or anything like that. You think they're going to make better games? They aren't, but it's eventually going to do them in. In the short term, it's going to make gaming worse, but then someone's going to come up with a way better game. And people are going to go, oh, I can play this game without spending money. Do you know what I'm saying? But there yeah, are better games this, already this that you don't have to pay for. Poker machine... Well, not like pay for, but you know, not continue paying for every time. This poker machine generation games type of games that are out now, it's crazy. Is, is Fortnite you got to pay money for, yeah? Like if you want to level up? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's all these like war games as well, war strategy games that you, you pay like obscene amounts of money to get like the weapons and, and people go out and pay that money so they can smash everyone because yep. they get you know, yep. kicks out of smashing people and dominating everyone it's crazy yep. it was actually a really good war game war simulator that I played I don't know, a couple of years ago it was, it was pretty decent it was hard right and it was fairly realistic in that one shot effectively meant you were dead but if you wanted to like get a tank or a machine gun or a plane or something like that you had to pay big dollars it was was outrageous yeah. it was like $20 for a plane I was like what that's crazy yeah I think what they did to yeah, a go on. sorry um, what was it called Red Faction Red Alert Red Alert was one of those um, Westwood Command and Conquer yeah, yeah they just re-released one of those okay. games as a mobile like on, on your iPad and stuff right. you could play it but it has all those microtransactions yep. built into it. Yeah, yeah, it's dodgy. And so they've taken that you know this this great IP that they once had, mm. and it was a great game, and then just completely is it Westwood it. though, or is it someone else that's bought the rights to it and well, it's obviously you know EA or it's fake Westwood. Oh, yeah. It's fake Westwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they they basically just you know buy all those companies and you know r- take them just ruin them with microtransactions mm. and. Yeah, just getting more money for their investors. Because that's all they're about, just making money for their investors. Do you think it would be possible in this day and age to remake Dune? Dune? Mm. And I'm, and I mean that I mean that from the perspective of creating 
an experience like Dune 2 or I get the sense that it's all been done already like if you were released were to release that game right now people would inevitably be comparing it to I don't know whatever they're playing today the thing the thing you have to do with a game like Dune is apart you know aside from the the management of troops and you know what not making it like Hmm. something like you know managing the Fremen put a story behind it make it a story with cutscenes or you know whatever what would make a good story because Dune 2 was about control for Arrakis to control the spice yeah but what what they did with that is they they stripped out a lot of the story and just made it more like a a more militaristic campaign but that's my question what would you do like if you were going to remake that game or, or make a new generation of it what would the story be given that Dune 2 was basically you know it was conquest it was a strategy conquest for the planet defeat the other opposing houses defeat the emperor and then you know you own the planet you own the spice yeah that's. I mean it's a tough one because you'd, you'd have to make use of the original text mm. like you know take take part of the book you know the story of the book and put it into it well, one of the books into, into the game form. It doesn't have to be the well, original. Dune, Dune, there's the so original many. Book. I don't. I know. mean, there's yeah. yeah, there's heaps heaps of books. How many houses in the original series? Two. Oh, in the original. Yes, yeah, this is Harkonnen and the the Atreides. They introduce Ordos, House Ordos, Ordos into made um, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, yeah. the thing with that game though is people kept. Like technology, that game was repairs. that game was perfect for the technology that existed at the time. Whereas, yeah. and that technology allowed the gameplay to ignore a bunch of realistic things. As you make the game more realistic, you have to bring those things in, and that changes the mechanics. And you need to invent a new game. That was a new style mm. of game it, that didn't exist before. Imagine, You've, imagine harvesting spice on the deserts of Arrakis in VR, and then running away from a sandworm that would be cool that's how i would do it well it wouldn't be a i would i would remake the game in vr it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a real-time strategy game then though it would be a vr strategy game you could make a first person shooter set on june yeah i don't don't think a first person uh i don't know it it wouldn't work i would think something like the witcher what about like think vr but um Let's just say that you're a general and you're using augmented technology to control your forces and run campaigns virtually and then being able to VR your way into the uh, combat feeds from certain ground units. That would be amazing. That could do that today Mm -hmm. if they wanted to. Well, yeah, that's a... It wouldn't be a small project. But it's doable. That's the thing. The that there. would be a Grand Theft Auto Five level size project, which they spent. Kind of. What do they spend? Five billion making that game. You'd need a whole bunch of, well, several hundred people developing that because the uh, for that to be a worthwhile game experience, you'd need to have a lot of attention to detail, like like a Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, and those things obviously take a lot of resources, but that would be amazing. I'd I'd probably want to see something along the lines of the witcher if you've if you've played the witcher 3 
it's 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 like an open world but it has a story built into the into the world itself so like they, they've taken parts of the books the witcher books put them into the into the world so it wouldn't be a real-time so strategy no i don't i don't Never. think i mean you, it, it could evolve into that but i think it's tough so you'd yeah. run around as Paul Atreides you'd, or something and develop your character. You'd want to live, live the story of the, you know, that, that you read in the book. You could be a sandworm. <laughs> you'd be running away from sandworms or eventually, you know, riding it, you know, calling one with a thumper and then riding one. Well, I think you'd just have to create the world and create the ecosystem and create everything and then let the game evolve after you created it. Like the world would allow for you to build a real-time strategy game or the world you've created would allow for a sandbox where you could start as a Fremen or you could start as a Harkonnen on Gedi Prime or you could start as an Atreides. It'd almost have to be an MM- MMO. You, that's, I was just thinking you were talking about an MMO there, yeah. where you could, we have the choice to be, you know, to live in that universe and be whatever. You know. That's what you're talking, a VR MMO set in Frank Herbert's mind. You could probably do it with a Fallout engine. For virtual reality? Not for VR, just like a normal um, uh, role-playing game. I want to do a like virtual Witcher. reality yeah. lemmings where you're one of the lemmings and you just die. <laughs> 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 That's crazy. Oh. The exploding ones. Oh, wow. It gets super visceral, doesn't it? It's all everyone, they look really realistic and you're just like going, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do here. And you can only walk forwards and you're just experiencing it and someone else is telling you what to do and suddenly you've got a pickaxe and you're just like digging a hole. Someone in front of you just suddenly stops. and they just Stay there. And you're like, fuck. Blows up. Yeah. <laughs> Lemmings MMO. How great was Lemmings? Crazy. Lemmings role-playing. <laughs> develop your, your Lemmings. <laughs> Lemmings MMO. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. I think that's the very first game that I had on my 386. Yeah, 386. Mm -hmm. It came with Lemmings. Wow. I think that actually fit on a single disc. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Wow. A three and a quarter disc. Prince of Persia and all those games. Yeah. Yeah. But the cool thing was, was that I had a Sound Blaster card, an 8-bit sound card installed. Oh, yeah. And uh, the music and stuff like that, that was great. Like for, uh, Do you remember uh, Dr. Spazzo? Dr. Spazzo, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that came with, um, with DOS, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I am Dr. Spazzo. I am here to help you. Yeah. Please enter your name. <laughs> <laughs> that was such good fun. No, it wasn't a DOS tool. What am I talking about? It, it came a, with the Sound Blaster. Yeah, sound yeah it was a Creative you Labs. Played, you ran it through DOS. Yeah. 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 Cool. Alf. If I wanted to play Lemmings 2, The Tribes, on my Mac, how would I do that? You'd probably want to go to um, something like Abandonwares. I think it's Abandonware. It's probably one of those sites. Yeah. But if you want to play, if it's like a DOS game and you want to play it on a Mac. Yeah, how would I do that? You'd need to get an emulator or something like that. I, I, I don't have a Mac myself. Um but I imagine there would be an emulator for, for DOS. Yeah. Cause I know there's one for Windows and it might run on Windows. Lemmings 2 The Tribes was such a... It's a good game. Amazing Something game. Like, uh, yeah. Amazing game. Because Lemmings 1 was great 
But the fact that they were able to make a sequel that wasn't just the same thing again, like it was a step up from that and real innovation, that was really clever. You know, really, they did take it to the next level. Do you remember Worms? No, I was just thinking of Worms. Where that was such a great game. I still have that. I've got that on the PS4. Worms really? 4, I think it is. Wow. Is it any good? It's, Do you, remember? you should grab it. We should play it. Worms is good. Yeah, the, yeah, that's a, that's a great game. That first one though, do you remember the magic of it? When you would just go, oh my God, check this out. And you'd have the bazooka and you'd line someone up and you'd just shoot them point blank and yeah. kill both of you. But that was their last worm. Kind of like Scorched Earth, remember? That was that was pretty cool too. Yeah, I never played that that much. I guess it was the same type of game, except it was just like... Raph played that a lot. Tanks. Yeah, Raph had some games. Shout out to Raph. Raph had some games that he just played so much. <laughs> Uh, Privateer TIE Fighter TIE Fighter <laughs> Raph you played a lot of TIE Fighter Raph what, can you comment you on f- the Facebook page and to anyone listening who isn't on the Facebook page go to Facebook look up type up Beast Monkey Podcast and like and follow the Facebook page to get updates on how much coffee we're drinking and what movies we're watching Raph have a think about the, the top 5 PC games you played most I think TIE Fighter Privateer will be there what else? UFO. Carmageddon. You played a lot of Carmageddon. Oh, GTA UFO, 2. I don't think... What's GTA up? GTA 2. Me and Raph played that endlessly. What else? Uh, UFO? Uh, I don't think Raph played that much UFO. Oh. Actually, maybe you did. I think the first time we finished it was at his house. It was launching this... Um, it's it's funny. I can't remember like the last six months, but I can remember stupid shit like this. So, <laughs> finishing that... <laughs> Finishing that game, getting to Mars, so get, doing the the Sedonia um, um, or bust mission, and then launching a smart rocket from inside the ship. Yeah. Because if you stepped yeah. outside of the ship, you got slaughtered. Yeah. Launching it from there, so we had to sacrifice a couple of guys to actually have the visibility of the last alien. Launching the rocket from inside the ship, it was like maybe like the last man standing, and then hitting it because you could plot that thing, yeah, and you could, and you yeah, could go right. above floors, and then hitting the the big mother brain. Yeah, yeah. Raf. I'll, uh, I'll laugh if you can remember that night. But yeah, that was at his house. Raph, if you can, can you comment on the um, on the Facebook page? And, and also, anyone listening, jump on there and put in what your your best or second best video game of all time are. I want to see if people are agreeing with me about Banjo-Kazooie or agreeing with these guys about Half-Life or what if it's a completely different game. What was the name of that virus that spread around St. Fran- Francis on because on, we're all trading games? Catholicism? No, not that oh, one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what was it called? It was like half speed or something I like that. I have no memory of that. It had, was that before it had half I had a computer? It was before you had a PC. Yeah. Because we all used to copy That and, was year and seven and eight games. then. Yeah, everyone's PCs got infected with this this uh, virus that basically just sucked up half your computing resources. It just killed the CPU. Which for you meant like that dog shit. you couldn't do anything. You couldn't do anything, yeah. So the only way around it was to just format. And formatting was a regular thing, I remember. Oh, yeah. You used to format your computer like once a month. Because operating systems are so shit. Like Windows was just such a heap of shit. It would just destroy everything on your drive and put shit everywhere and slow everything down that the only way to sort it out was to just reformat. Yeah. yeah. But That's it was so funny. Easy. It, was so, like, it, was, it was such an easy process. Do you do any like PC operating system maintenance anymore? I haven't done that really for years. Don't. 
You don't need to anymore. I mean, I delete old files and stuff like that. Do you? Yeah, I do. I do. Really? But I haven't deleted a file. Especially a G-rated yeah, file in years. Yeah. Fair enough. I guess with video, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. takes up a lot of... Yeah, but I mean, you can you delete stuff. It just sits in your trash. Yeah. Hard drives are big enough that it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. I, the only thing I delete these days is human beings. You delete human beings. Yeah, yeah. In my side job as an assassin. Dangerous Dave. Raph played a lot of Dangerous Dave. Oh, yeah. Dangerous Dave. And Jetpack. He played a lot of Jetpack. See, we're now going we're all and truly yeah. beyond five games here. I'm just starting yeah. to think of all the games that Raph used to play. He played a lot of, He played a lot of Quake. Definitely played a lot of Quake. Yeah, I want to see, I want to see a genuine listing from Raph now of the games that he played. Raph's going to have to come on the podcast as soon as he's back in the country. The, the listeners have heard so much about him and I'm, admittedly most people listening actually know Raph in person anyway. But I'm not sure what he's going to do in a podcast environment. It's going to get a bit heated. It's going to get a bit sexual. It's going to be pretty it's going crazy. To be an experience. It will be. It will be. It will be. Someone may get punched in the tum-tum, I would think. <laughs> Hey, uh, getting back to your question about uh, how to play oh, yeah. classic games on a Mac. Yeah. Look up an app called Boxer. Boxer. Okay. Boxer. 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 So that's for like old classic DOS games. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That would play that. Yeah. So like Dune. Admittedly, Dune. I probably shouldn't be trying to install that because it's just going to eat up time when I'm busy as it is. I should have better things to do with my life, and I do. So, no, you don't. Thanks a lot, Alf. Just, just play those games. Hey, man, you asked. I, I know that. The most important there thing you, you can do right now. If you were a real friend, you would have just said, "No, you can't. You can't do that. You got better things to do with your time. How about you do some gardening, or clean your house, or document and admin all that comedy that you've just written in random places all around the place." Or sleep at least eight hours a night. Or go to go sleep. To bed yeah. At a normal time. You're busy. You got to go to sleep. That's a good job. Sleep is for the birds. <laughs> it's funny I'm whenever I hear dead. whenever I hear someone say something's for the birds. We had some neighbours who lived a few houses down from us, maybe seven or eight houses down from us at our house. When growing up, no, the kids were younger than we were considerably, but the family's last name was Bird, and so they were the birds. So whenever anyone says, oh, that's for the birds, I'm like, how do you know them? What do they want? <laughs> Why is that for what them? They want that? <laughs> they're just they're sleeping now. You've decreed it. What movies are you guys looking forward to coming out? Uh, June. Yeah. That's not for a while. More than though, anything. Is it? Definitely. Uh, Denny. Uh, 2019. Villeneuve. Yeah. Villeneuve. 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 <laughs> Uh, the new Terminator, James Cameron. Yeah, that'll be interesting. The one that he's making. I've saw Arnie was posting pictures of him and Sarah Connor together. So he's been working out. Yeah. I saw the yeah. So he's been he's been pumping iron. Yeah. yeah Sarah, uh, Linda Hamilton. Yeah. Linda Hamilton. She looks exactly the same except thirty years older. Kira Knightley's in it. Good. Kira. Good. What's an action film? Like I like her. And one thing I love about her is that all women I ever speak to, almost all, hate her and can't say why. And that's a likable quality in a female. If every other woman... It's because she looks... 
Does she remind you of Natalie Portman? Not at all. She reminds me of Natalie Portman. To me, she's the anti-Natalie Portman. I can't think of a single thing she's got in common with her. She's a foot taller. She can act. Who is currently the most badass female actress? Currently. Probably Deepika Padukone. The She's that? a Indian film star. She was in the latest Triple X. Oh, come on. She was in the latest Triple X film. That's not fair, man. You, you, we don't watch Bollywood. Yeah, but you can just trust me on this. Wait, you said she was in a Triple X movie? She was in the latest Triple X film. Oh, Triple X film. No, like the one with right. Vin Diesel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. She was in the latest Xander Cage film, but... Um, well, for a second, I thought you were referring to like some... Oh, yeah, porn she's porn a porn yeah. star. <laughs> no, God. No, no. She's she does um, she's been in a bunch of things, but she does a full range from everything. I don't know. One of your films coming up is going to be starring her, Joe. So be ready. Okay. I just have to earn your trust a bit more with some more um, normal films before I unleash any Indian films on you. So you okay, so you're working up to that. I'm working up to it. Mm. I'm working up working to Bajro Mastani. Which is a epic Indian film, which might be the prettiest film ever shot. But it stars her and Ranveer Singh, and it is it is a hell of a film. Yeah, the production quality of his Bollywood movies is pretty good. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. That look that look pretty awesome. So you're looking forward to Terminator? You're looking forward the new Terminator, Terminator Three, which is finally coming out. You're looking forward to Terminator Three, Dune by Denis Villeneuve. Speaking of Dennis Villeneuve, I actually follow um, Marie Jose Croza, who's the star of Maelstrom, the Dennis Villeneuve film I first saw from early 2000s. Yep, yep. And I follow her on Instagram and she follows me back, which is a weird thing. Um, having one of your favorite actresses of all time follow you on Instagram. I can't remember why she does, but she does. And um, she posted a picture of Maelstrom saying oh little memoir little memories or something like that in french because obviously denis villeneuve is a big star now but at the time he was a nobody director and she was the star of that film so she's looking back going wow i made a film with him all those years ago it's almost 20 years ago now and i just made a little comment saying oh you know one of my favorite films of all time and liked it and then she commented on that going oh mercy because she's french canadian she might have just said thank you i can't remember but it was nice it's nice to interact with um, <laughs> your fa- one of your favorite actresses of all time. Because she's in Calvary. She's in a lot of big films. She's in Diving Bell and the Butterfly. She's in a lot of my favorite films. It's kind of strange. The closest I've been to interacting with a celebrity. Yep. Yeah. Is right now. <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually. It's pretty lame, but it's funny. Um, you know Craig Foster? Yes, Foz. So he he sent me he sent me an email because I commented on one of his uh, articles, <laughs> and he sent me this email because uh, I basically agreed with him. Yeah, <clears throat> but I just elaborated on some of his point on the points that he made. Yeah. Uh, and he sent me this email. It was an awesome email. Like he gave me all these all these stats to back up why 
like England was was basically shit and that Australian football should not be modelled against the English system. Mm. And he was like, he gave me all these stats about uh, you know England's performance, other than the World Cup that they won, how you know how they English teams uh, fared in the you know, European competitions and international level and stuff like that. It's pretty funny, and that kind of surprised me that Craig Foster bothered to write me an email, and it was a personalised email. It wasn't um, wasn't some template or something that he put together. That was years ago. I like to imagine that he still does that whenever anyone agrees with him because it happens so rarely. That um, yeah, he's a funny guy. That he's one. got the weirdest beard on earth. I don't know why he doesn't shave it. His beard bothers me. His beard bothers yeah, me. Yeah, he's got that weird disease. If you could call it a disease, he, a prim- premature aging. <laughs> What's that? Where he went grey? Is that a disease? Alopecia. Went, no. Yeah, but he he was like twenty one and he had he was getting grey hairs. Full like, head of grey hair, no, like, like Andrew yeah. Gaze. Andrew Gaze yeah. was the same as that. Yeah, it's weird. Actually, there was a dude we went to school with who, who had that as well. He looked really old at Franny's. I don't want to start name dropping people from St Francis who look really old though. That'd be mean. Yeah, it's only any one one person I've ever come across in real life that no, had that. It's pretty rare. But yeah, you just people who age prematurely. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. You stop dropping names. Chris? Not in negative ways. Call it out. I don't want to be negative about anyone on the podcast. He's been negative. I'll be negative about like celebrities Stop from America. Stop being negative. But I'm not going to be negative about... You've been totally negative about Star Wars. What do you mean? Star Wars... The three Star Wars films are my favorite. some of my favorite films of all time. You, you, were, you were negative in that cinema. Oh, yeah, but those are fake. Those aren't real Star Wars. You offended everyone in that cinema. They offended me. By not complaining more. Hey. It's like if we were at a Nazi rally and I was complaining and they're all like, stop it. Agree with the Third Reich. <laughs> <laughs> if no one dissents, then how can we hold our heads high? What are we if we don't fight oppression? Hey, Chris. We're nothing. I just Googled greatest female actors. And Natalie Portman and came Nat- up? Natalie Portman yeah. came up. Oh, really? Yeah, of course, because her family pay for her to be on those lists. <laughs> her family pay for her to win awards her family pay for her to be in films uh, that's a bit of a joke it's insane the fact that she could win an award for being a great actress when she's embarrassing and the people who work with her know that they have to edit around her and cut away to all of her monologues because they can't put her in a scene with another person because she can't act it's embarrassing and that's what all those awards are they're just embarrassing like they have to know have if they just filmed her like they film everybody else, everyone would notice how bad an actress she is. Anyway, did you did you ever watch those uh, um, uh, Ricky Gervais videos of him hosting the what is it the um, the the Schlosskers? the Emmys, the Grammys? No, no, it's it's one of these uh, Hollywood the Emmys, films. the Golden Globes, the Golden. No, no, no it's another it must one. Have been the Emmys, it's the Silver one. Orbs, the Emmys. Anyway, the bronze, it's on YouTube, pretty the fun. bronze eggs. I think they gave it to him a couple of times, maybe three times, three years in a row. He hosted yeah, it, and he just yeah. he trashed all the celebrities, and they all wanted to kill him. It's yeah. funny when the, the camera would would zoom in on the faces of like Johnny Depp or someone like that, yeah, and make jokes about Mel Gibson being an alcoholic, and yeah, it was 
pretty fun. Yeah, they're pretty desperate to get people to watch those things these days. Apparently, the Oscars this year had the worst ratings it's ever had. No one, no one growing up, like no young people watch it. They're all like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, they, they just go on IMDb. The Oscars. <laughs> Oscars. It wasn't the Oscars. What was it? Was it? The there's not that many. There's the Grammys, the Oscars, yeah, the, Emmys, the, Grammys, the Emmys, the Golden Globes. There's no, there are no others. Nah, there's another one. Look it up. Google it. Ricky Gervais hosting something film awards. I think the main thing he's been hosting lately is just a bunch of weird parasites in the back of his brain that are telling him what to do. <laughs> telling him to keep eating. They're like, oh, mate, just keep eating. It's good. It's good for you. Isn't it BAFTA? Golden Globe. BAFTA's British, though. No, it wasn't the BAFTA then. Golden Globes. Was it the Golden yeah, Globes? Really? Because no. yeah. I remember at the end of one of them, he sat on one of them. The Oscars. And shelved the entire thing. Ricky Gervais. Hosting. On, on hosting Oscars, yeah. I think he's hosted he a few. Golden Globes. Yeah. Okay, it was one who was like super offensive. A bit like Chris in the cinema watching Star Wars. <laughs> Who is that's not offensive though? I was the only person not being offensive. The offense was coming from the screen. So what's coming up this week? Joe, what's the name of your films that you're watching this week? The Handmaiden. Yep. And your name. Yes, and I'm watching Fuck. The most wanted the man. The most wanted man. Is that on Netflix? Let me check. I'm going to check that now so I know I if I could get buy a copy. It might be actually because I think it popped up the other day on new releases and I thought, oh, I haven't seen look, that. Look in how committed Chris is. He goes out and buys these movies. That I know. Have. I know. It's crazy. Okay. It's not on Netflix, but it could be on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it probably is. Do they, do they originalize their content? God, that's annoying. Oh, it's insane. It's insane. A most wanted man. No. I might do some... It's not there? Not there. Let me check what JB Hyper... It might be on stand. I think that's where I I saw it. I wonder how much it is on JB Hyper. Probably not much. List of movies on stand, updated daily. I saw a lot of, of that guy's films, but it's definitely the best one, mm. I thought. Better than his performance in A Long Came Polly with Ben Stiller and Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. Yep. Yep. No doubt. By the way, his performance on that is outstanding. But he's only in it in small parts. I think before that film, no one knew what the term sharted was. But he um, he made that into a... Into a real oh okay so it is on Stan. Yeah, cool. That's where I saw it. Then. I may have to get Stan because I don't know if I. Want well, you to can get the the trial. Just get the trial. Yeah, but you know, once I get the trial, I'm it's... just going to get the whole. I'm just going to keep it forever, and it's going to bleed away my bank account like a vampire bat, just sucking at my, sucking at my teat. Exercise some constraint. Yeah, you know I've got none of that though. You know I've got none of that. Okay, it's only nine dollars or nine ninety eight on Blu-ray at JB Hi-Fi. Okay. Yeah, and get that. That that I think that's definitely worth watching on Blu-ray or paying the. So it's got it's yep. got what's her name in it. It's got Rachel McAdams in it, so it's probably worth it. Yep. And it's got William Defoe. Yep. And Robin Wright. You know what film I'm really looking forward to seeing? 
I don't even know if it's come like out it. yet. Julian Schnabel has made a film about Vincent Van Gogh. Starring William Defoe. Cool. Yeah, you mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago. I did, yeah. You did. Gwillem. It's called At Eternity's Gate. And I'm wondering what the release dates are. I'm trying to think of the last movie that he was in that I saw. Wasn't he in Deadpool? Deadpool 2? Okay, so this hasn't even come out yet. The release date is 15th of November. Was it? I think he was. He was in something like that. And I thought, oh, that, that's cool. He's in a lot of films, dude. Have you seen The Boondock Saints? Yeah, he's great in that. Yeah. He's... He was in Murder on the Orange Express. He was in What Happened to Monday. He was in... Um, God, he's got a lot coming out, actually. He's coming. He's going to be in the new Aquaman film, apparently. He was in Death Note. Who plays Aquaman? Who plays Aquaman? Spider-Man. Um, the guy out of Game of Thrones, I think. Do you know who I'm talking about? Jason Momoa. No. Oh. That guy's huge though. Yeah. 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 It's like it, it does, Aquaman's not... It's not the Aquaman that you think of, the old, you know, blonde. Yeah. Not old, but, you know, young blonde guy. It's not. This is like an islander type of Aquaman. I was thinking like Adam Grenier or something from Entourage. <laughs> that's, that's... No. <laughs> it's funny when you say he's huge... I wonder how big he actually is because they often make people look no, he's a big, big guy he's, he's tall dude he he's is. a big guy but how tall are we talking are we talking is he 6'4 or is he like because they say the rock's 6'4 but he's actually 6 foot or 6'1 so you want to know how big he is he's 193 centimeters so he's 6'3 yep. he's a big guy he's, he's an inch taller than I am Joe and he's, he's got the build of a natural athlete. And I'm sure for Game of Thrones, he definitely had him some, some good supplements because he was, he was a beast. Yeah, but he's not... Okay, you know who he's he looks like? He's too big like? for Aquaman. Do you know who he looks like? He looks like a guy called Stephen Adams. Can you Google Stephen Adams and show Joe what that looks like, please, Alf? P-H or V? V. He plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And he this guy is a legit seven-footer. And he looks like this guy. Stephen Adams, I got him. He's a... But I need a picture with some... The beard and long hair. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, he does look like... He looks like heaps him. like him. He's a New Zealand guy. Yes. He right. Like... So he's a, he's a Kiwi. He's, he's, yeah, he's from New Zealand. Yeah, he looks like the dude. But he's legitimately seven foot tall. He would make that Jason Momoa guy look like a midget. He looks a bit like Jason. He looks, he looks heaps like him. He looks so much like the beard, yeah. Cool. How long have we been going for? Uh, we've only been going for 146. What have we got coming up this week? That's uh, 146 already. Damn, that went by quick. Um, well, tomorrow's a day off. So I've got some more chores and stuff to do around the house. Yep. Um, and then just, just relax, get things ready for the working week. Um, W-E-E-K nice. or W-E-A-K? Work. Maybe maybe get out on the bike again. Did a long ride today. How far did you ride? We haven't spoken about that at all, actually. How's your riding going? 
yeah good now that the weather's getting better um i think today did about 80k on the mountain bike jesus 80 it's a big it's a big ride yeah god i didn't do one kilometer on the mountain bike alf how many kilometers did you do on the mountain bike I haven't done any riding for a long time. I need to do some maintenance on my bike. Well, Joe, Joe wins but that. Jesus. having said that, the longest ride I did was around 80Ks. 80K? 80Ks. Oh, so you've both done 80K on the mountain bike and I've done nothing. Yeah, so you've got that lovely road bike there. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry and I used to ride from Canberra all the way to the lake, ride around the lake and then back. Okay, 80k. Yeah, it's not it's not hard to do 80k if you're riding it. It's four or pleasant, like if you're riding, you know, somewhere where it's nice. Yeah, just quickly, this ADK is that a brand of head headphones? ADK. ADK. No, They're like a hi-fi brand. ADK headphones, is that right? No. Actually, it's funny having Baby Driver. He had the tapes. Yes, that is funny. TDK tapes. Yeah. Oh, TDK. If you wanted yeah. a good quality C- tape, yeah. cassette. That's tapes, what you yeah. got. Yeah. Yeah, that's TDK, not ADK. My fault. Your uh, your younger listeners, uh, they won't know what you're talking about. Sony Walkman. Yeah. Oh God, you know what would be great? If we could set up some kind of subscriber thing for this, where people who paid to subscribe to Beast Monkey would get a copy of this on cassette tape sent out in the post. Yeah, that's a Patreon, Patreon thing. Oh, how much would one that of actually the, one of the cost? Because <laughs> I would, I think that'd be amazing. It's like some episodes might be four or five cassette tapes. So ninety-minute tapes, I think, were the most tapes, you can get. Yeah, but we'd probably send out so sixty-minute ones because it's cooler. Forty-five per side because they weren't with, with the double-sided cases. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I remember, you could go out and buy double albums, and that yep. would come in like the the, the big back to back cassette. Yeah. I reckon it'd be cheaper to just send out two packs, two 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 cassettes. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if we can still buy them to record. De- you definitely can. Send it in vinyl. You yeah. definitely. Can. Oh, really? We're not doing vinyl, Joe. That's ridiculous. Let's do vinyl. We can press vinyl. Do you have a vinyl presser? Okay, uh, we'll fun. do vinyl as well. We'll do vinyl. We'll work out the budget. We'll work it out how much it costs to buy a vinyl presser and we can send out the podcast on vinyl and on CD. That's, on ta- on that's going to have to be one of, one of your high tiers. On cassette tape. The, you know, like top uh, tiers. I think if we did that, we would be the first podcast on the planet. So we have to, to do it. Vinyl <laughs> podcast. Can people get on the Facebook page and let us know if they'd be interested in signing up for the cassette tape version to, as a starter? And if that works, we might look at the vinyl or the laser disc. Once we start doing video, we'll do laser disc versions. <laughs> Could do mini disc. Definitely, mini disc is an option. Oh. But the laser disc is one that I'm thinking of because we can get a hold. I'm sure someone still makes a laser disc player, and we'll partner up with them and get a special Beast Monkey laser disc player built. Or the other idea, instead of doing, because I thought about you know setting this up on YouTube as well. In addition to the uh, the audio recording, mm. we could do we could do a beta recording. Oh yes, beta tapes. The beta videotapes. Yeah, yeah, or beta as they say. I like beta better. I like saying beta better than beta better. Or we could lower the quality and go VHS. I think we go beta. Beta, 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 
definitely the beta tapes is an option when we start recording the video. Yeah, definitely. So people get on the Facebook page, anyone listening and let us know if you're interested in getting this and like we would have to send it out pretty quick because we can't have people getting it really late. It'd be next day delivery and you'd have to have you'd have to have your own cassette player we wouldn't probably send you a cassette player maybe the first time they did it they'd pay extra and they'd get we could organize to send them a walkman as well how amazing would that be listening to like a podcast that was recorded two days earlier on a cassette tape i think it'd be more amazing if you did on vinyl from a recording to the, the previous two days oh where if we do the vinyl thing we're sending ultra one for free so he can scratch it, he can mix it. If he's still got his... um. Oh, he's got vinyl players. Of course he does. Vestax. Of course he does. Uh, turntable. Of course he Turntables. does. Turntables. Yeah, I'm really liking the idea of this. Go, go baby driver on the, on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So the cycling is going okay? I have got too much fat, too much excess weight. What are you weighing right now? But it's weird because... Oh, too much, like 77 or something like Alf, that. Alf, what do you weigh? Too much. More than that. Dude, I weigh like 95. <laughs> yeah, but you're tall. That's fine. <sighs> I've just got this fat ass. I weigh more and I, and I have more power on the bike. Yeah. But, Going uphill, um, that doesn't help, does it? No, uh, you, you just, you, you waste too much energy. Like when I'm lighter, I, I can just ride for longer and not feel tired. Yeah. Because it's just less mass to carry around. you just a bit more efficient with the um, use of energy. I took Lucy out for a ride yesterday. That was fun. Yeah. But she's a bit uh, she's a bit of a fatty right now too. I think they've been feeding... Everyone's been feeding her. Yeah, yeah, a little bit too much. She's a little bit chubs. She's still good. Mm. But um, after about 45 minutes, she was pretty tired and she... She stopped. <laughs> For the people listening, Lucy is not a human being. She's a dog. That, Speaking that of would which, be really mean. I got your photo. Oh, you did? Can you show Joe the photo of the dog? We'll put it up on the Facebook page as I speak. What do you think of that picture? Listeners, the only way you can That's find awesome. out what this looks like oh, wow. is um, it's a photo of my dog, Gorman, who, like, let's be honest... I love a lot of dogs. He may be the cutest dog on the planet for lying like that. It's a little bit ridiculous. He's awesome. Alf has actually drawn a picture of him. Alf, can you post the drawing you did of him as well? The the pencil sketch that you did of Gorman? Oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay, I can do that. He's looking pretty woolly, Chris. It's funny you say yeah, that because I cut him really, really short just recently and he's actually the shortest he's been in a long time. He had a long coat all winter. Really? Yes. It, okay. He looks so shaggy. No, because he was... Um, he, he, he looked... His, his legs, to be honest, his legs are quite shaggy there because he hates me cutting his legs and so there's a lot of work to do on the legs. But his body is quite, quite short. You can see around his waist and his torso, torso how thin he is. Yeah. Yeah, just a funny boy. Even on yeah, even on that photo. When I was coming home last night, it would have been around nine thirty, so it was pretty dark. Yeah. 
Um, I normally drive pretty careful around here because kangaroos, deer, echidnas, wombat. There was a wombat in the middle of the road, so I had to stop. And it just sat there, looked at me for, I don't know, 30 seconds. And then it just sprinted off. These things can move, man. When they run fast, they run fast, yeah. I didn't know they were that quick. That's one of the reasons why they get run over so much. Because they just run across the road. People don't really? see them, like just, you know, standing on the side of the road and then just and then they just sprint into it. Yeah, right. Yeah, spooked. There's deer running around here too. I don't know if I mentioned yeah. that to you. Yeah, we came across one the other day. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Seeing it, it's, it's like a deer, weird animal because yeah. you don't see them often. That's right. Yeah. Wild, and, wild and deer. That's insane. And foxes as well. I haven't seen that many foxes this year. Uh, other years I've seen like last year there were heaps, but this yeah. year. Rabbits, not that many. I've seen a couple, including a like a really nice orange one. Okay. A really nice orange Just rabbit. Like a flash of orange. Not rabbit. Nah, fox. 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 I was like, what are you talking about? A really nice orange rabbit. <laughs> no, no, no. As though that was a normal thing. Have you seen the albino kangaroo lately, Joe? Uh, not for about two weeks. The albino. That is a cute looking thing. Yeah. It was so weird. That's just awesome. A white kangaroo. I love a white kangaroo. Snow White Boomer, as they say in the Christmas it's like Carol. A mix between a, it's like a mouse and a rabbit. Just a cute looking. Thing. I've never seen a white, a white kangaroo. Yeah, just, just totally, in that totally that shocked. Yeah. Well, you've heard the Christmas Carol about it though. That Santa Claus in Australia, because the reindeer are too big, he has like six Snow White Boomers, which are just like what they call the albino kangaroos. Mm. That's like a thing, apparently. Is it? I'd never heard of that either. Really? I think the lyrics were... Really, really. Six white boomers, snow white boomers, something, something, something in the Australians in, in the evening. I don't know. I can't remember the lyrics. But, um, hmm. yeah. Alf, can you check your phone, actually? I've just sent you another example of Gorman's um, fluffiness. You putting these up on the Facebook? Ah, yes. These will all be up on the Facebook. Well, not all of them. Most of them will be up on the Facebook page. You see what I'm talking about there? The pre and after, before and after haircut. When it arrives. When it arrives. When it does and doesn't arrive. It's it's in flight. It's in flight. Yeah. Um, Alf, what have you got coming up this week? Uh, just all well, chilling tomorrow. I've done most of the housework, so just gonna hang out. Can I just ask a question? Aren't you chilling in every day? I am Chilean every day, yes. But I'll be chilling like a Chilean. Okay. And Joe, you're also Chilean you're also Chilean every Chilean day. Chil- Chil- yeah. Yeah, so play some more Spider Man maybe, uh Yeah. Do some and hey, then it's just this like, alien yeah. game single player, yeah? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a first person shooter, yeah. No, it's a third person. What? I thought it was Spider Man. Oh no, he was talking about Alien. Alien. Joe asked oh, you're sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was like, sorry. My bad. Aliens, not. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to be tomorrow. I've got a bunch of comedy stuff to sort out for the floating moon. Next floating moon. I've got to organize my set. I've got to put it together. I know what I'm going to do, but I haven't re recorded it and started memorizing it yet. So I've really got to dive into that this week so I can start rehearsing every single day. Make sure I know it back to front. I don't want to forget it. It's quite complicated. And I can't use any of the material from the last one. So it's a bit of an adventure for the next month. 
you guys got any any anything you're going to next week? Any um, music gigs or movies or events? Public other than the UFC. No, that's the yeah. And Predator. Predator. Tomorrow? Are you, you going to watch Predator? Yeah, Tomorrow, I'm keen. But I'm, I'm thinking keen. like probably okay. around early afternoonish. Dude, you're sending me a whole album. Has it arrived? Yeah, that's cute. It's like 40 pic, 40 photos. Yeah. There's like six. I'm going to talk to There's the six photos. Talk to the boss. Who? See if she's keen. Who's the boss, Joe? Early afternoon. Bruce Springsteen. The wife. You're going to talk to Happy wife. <laughs> Look at you. Ten photos they sent me. Cool. <laughs> All right, man. Shall we call it a night? I think we should. That was fun. I think we could. Um Yeah. Until next time. I think um all of the listeners are gonna enjoy how this how long this went for and how it slowly dragged out towards the end. I think that's a little bit of a treat. And seriously, hit us up on the Facebook page if you <laughs> want to get a tape, a cassette tape version of this mailed out to you and we'll see. We'll start we'll find investigating it. the cost cost options of that and how we can make that possible I think being the first ever cassette based podcast well not cassette based but cassette optioned podcast would be the way we want to go with that sounds good <laughs> <laughs> Alf are you coming to the fight next week yeah man I'll be I'll be cool here. so you'll be back on the podcast again after yeah, that I'm just down the road so it's easy excellent excellent and we'll hopefully have a fourth person first time ever Beast Monkey with four people and I'm looking forward to hearing your review of The Handmaiden and possibly your name and I'll give you a review of A Most Wanted Man yep excellent I'm gonna watch The Handmaiden cool I'll get that done cool and uh, Paul put your review of that on the website as well on the Facebook page cool alright See you guys later.